Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Today, let's do something a little bit different and let's talk personal finance a little bit. Now, I am not a personal finance coach. I am not a financial advisor. I am none of those. However, over the past 15 years that I have worked in business, that I have helped business owners, entrepreneurs strategize on how to grow, how to scale, you get to have a very direct view of what's happening Uh, when the personal side of things is not working out, what's happening inside of the business. And that's why I always tell people entrepreneurs don't have business, tend to not have business problems. What they have is personal problems that show up in the business as symptoms, right? And one of the areas of life that I find definitely has a huge impact in how you're able to focus and what type of risks you take in your business and so on is your personal finances, how we manage our own financials, how we budget, how we use our own our personal money definitely has an impact in then how successful we get to be with the business. All right. So that's what we're talking about today. And I especially want to talk about why it is so important as an entrepreneur, or even if you are a, a, a corporate employee, you're an entrepreneur, as, as we call them, why it is so important to work on creating financial security, financial freedom, in order to have the mental and emotional and the resources, uh, all of that bandwidth in order to create your dream life and fulfill your potential, no matter what that looks like for you. Financial security is huge for that. That is something that I am focusing on currently. It's It's been a journey, right? We managed at some point to feel really good about our finances, my husband and I, and then he got extremely ill overnight, literally a matter of a second. And that put us into six figures plus in debt within a matter of minutes. Right. And so I know what it feels like to struggle. And I know what it feels like when it, when it's, when things are going well. And I also know when you have a business, how that impacts, um, everything that you do on a day to day. Now, when I just today, again, I was, uh, uh, coaching a client and when you see, and I can always feel it, when you see that what's happening behind the scenes, so not in the business strategy, it has nothing to do with the marketing, it has nothing to do with the finances, uh, with the the, um, the finances of the business uh, uh, per se, like the strategies and everything that they're doing. But when in their personal life, their own finances are not doing well, what tends to happen is that people will be risk averse. People become very frantic in how they're implementing. They lose patience, right? Start implementing something. Oh my God, it's not working. I didn't get the sales that I thought I was going to get. And so I'm pivoting and going to the next thing without letting things work out, without letting things actually have time to get implemented and without waiting to see tangible results, right? So when it comes to you becoming very successful in your business, it is going to be so crucial that you put your personal finances in order. 
it is extremely, extremely, extremely important to do that. That is going to protect you. That is going to protect your family. And that is going to increase your chances of your business actually becoming successful. You'll be more at peace in your mind. You will have more, um, I guess, you'll have more resilience to risk. You will have funds just in case something's not going on, like your livelihood will not be at stake. There is just so much that comes with setting yourself up for financial security in order to make every single one of your other dreams come true. So we're going to talk about all of those different aspects today. One key thing that I want each and every one of you to have, and I will not use necessarily the word budget. Some people believe in budget, some people don't, right? But at the end of the day, you need to have a system, whatever that looks like for you. Some people love having a spreadsheet and they're entering numbers, following up on every single transaction. And that is what they like to do in terms of their personal finance to feel in control. If that is you, create a budget and do your thing. Other people just like having a plan and automating everything. They do not want to spend a lot of time in the, you know, uh, checking every single transaction and so on, but they will have a routine where maybe once a week or once a month, they come and make sure that everything is in order, that they're not wasting their, their resources and so on. If that is your route, go that route. Personally, I function best. My financial are at their best when I automate almost everything and just have in my routine time to sit, plan, and review, right? So I'm sitting down, I'm checking what has been spent this month. Is there anything that I don't need anymore that needs to just uh, stop, you know, wasting money? And I cancel those things. I look at uh, period periodically, is there things that I'm spending money on where I could actually spend less and potentially have a better service or a better product? In those cases, that's, again, part of that review is just making sure that you're smart with your money. But in terms of everything else, it's everything is automated. I make sure that I pay myself first, that my family and I, we pay ourselves, my husband and I, we pay ourselves first, that bills are paid automatically, like everything is organized. So I don't have that decision fatigue of following up with every single bill, every single transaction manually. That is my way of doing it, but not everyone works like that. But whatever your system is, you need a system in order to make sure that you're paying yourself, right? You're paying yourself first. And what I mean by that is you're saving and investing before you do anything else. So before I even pay any single bill or <laughs> rent or anything like that, before any of that happens, investment has happened, savings happens. Okay, so that is what you want to focus on. And I know that over the next of this, over the course of the next year, I want to even increase what I'm doing in both of those areas, especially in the savings. Last year, I did spend uh, a lot of my resources on investing. I wanted to make sure that we're capitalizing on the fact that the market is down and we can buy things at, almost at, at a discount. And so that's where a lot of our funds went into investing. But I know that this year, it's all about stashing some cash. So that is that is what it's going to look like. So you need to ask yourself, what does your plan look like? If you don't know, make sure that you go and talk to somebody who can give you advice, right? And that you understand what it means to invest, to save, and to pay yourself first. Number two, you want to diversify your income streams. You want to make sure that not all of your money is coming from one single place. 
That is my number one priority right now. I And <laughs> anybody who knows me, it is constantly on my mind. It is what I talk to everybody about. It is the questions that I ask everyone is, how do I make it so that I have money flowing in from all different places and not just from one or two sources? If you want to create financial security for your family, that is the best thing to do for yourself. I have a few different income streams, but I never really focus on building them to the level that I want to build them to because I was really focused the past few years, especially with COVID, on strengthening my main source of revenue, which thankfully has given me amazing, amazing results, right? Now, when it comes to what that can look like for you, here's again something that I just invite you to investigate and to look at. They say that typically your average millionaire uh, will have seven streams of income. Doesn't mean that they were born with money. Doesn't mean that they have a trust fund. Doesn't mean that they make millions of dollars a year. The typical millionaire makes less than 100000 a year. They typically make around seventy to $75-ish thousand dollars a year. So it's not about how much you make really, but it's about knowing that there's many different ways that you can create revenue on top of your main source of income and really capitalizing on that, okay? And creating financial security around everything that you're making as well. So whether it's rental properties, whether it is the stock market, whether it is a side hustle, a a different business, um, whatever that looks like, I really encourage you to go ask questions, to be curious, to see what different opportunities you have available that can help you generate additional revenue and not just rely on one single source of income. And that might mean that this year you actually work on building new skills. All right. That is definitely something that's on my radar. It's building new skills because those new skills that those new skill sets will actually allow me to generate new revenue that I was not generating earlier. Right. And really thinking in that mindset, it will help you tremendously just Feel like you have something to rely on in case life happens. All right. So that was number two. Number one, I said having a system for your finances, no matter what that looks like, no matter what school of thought you want to follow on this one, have a system with habits and a routine set up so you can you can have control over your finances. And then number two, I talked about diversifying your streams of income, which is crucial if you want to. reduce risk basically of you relying just one on one single source of income, especially if you're the primary breadwinner and uh, like I am, you, I know how it feels to have that on your shoulders. So you want to make sure that again, you're diversifying so that if life happens, no matter what happens, you have something else to play with. Number three, building a, an emergency fund. And I don't like calling it an emergency fund. In our family, we call it the stash (laughs) because the stash is just a stash. An emergency fund is something for emergency. And if you create something with the intention of, uh, of, of paying for emergencies, well, guess what? You're going to have a ton of them. So I typically just call it the stash. So you want to have a stash. And what I mean by that is having 
several months of expenses built into a savings account, something that's very liquid that you have access to, that's easy to access to, that's not tied, for example, into rental properties, that's not tied into even the stock market. I mean, the stock market is easier to liquidate and you can sell your your shares and get that money back. But if you were to do that in the current economy, you would lose a ton of money. So no go. Okay. So the idea here is to save this cash into an account, several months of expenses. So you do this in your business and you do it with, with um, your personal finance as well for your family. Like what, how much does it cost for you to pay for just regular expenses, uh, primary expenses? I'm talking food, I'm talking shelter, I'm talking transportation, things like that. The basic necessities, eight, uh, it's, I would say six to eight months of that. At this point, if you listen, for example, to Kelly Roach, she'll tell you a year. Having a year is what creates financial security, whatever that looks like for you, even if you're starting with month, one month for now, create that stash, all right? Create that fund so that um, if something were to happen again, you don't need to get into debt. You don't need to, to stress out. You actually have resources and you have time. What the stash creates for you is that it gives you time to fall on your feet and pivot and do what you need to do. Another thing that I encourage you to think about as well, um, number four, is protecting the assets that you have created. So especially if you have a business, you want to speak to an attorney and make sure that your assets are protected, right? Um, especially, and I'll say this with a ton of love, but I know that, for example, in the United States, where I'm in currently for a few months, um, it's very easy to get sued. I've never seen somewhere with so many advertise, so much advertising around hiring an attorney or suing somebody, or you know what I mean, or being part of some some um, some uh, public type of legal suit, etc. Et it's just something I have never seen at this level. And so you want to make sure that you're protecting your assets, you're protecting your investments, you're protecting your business and protecting your personal finances against the business itself as well. All right. So that will require of you that you speak with uh, a fiscalist, that you speak with an attorney, all of those things. But don't just wait until stuff happens. Just be proactive and ask the right questions. Go and meet the people who know more, more than me for sure, about these topics and protect your assets. Insurance, anything that you need to do to protect yourself is, is definitely a good idea. And plan for retirement as well. All right. So I know that in the uh, corporate world, we talk, people talk a lot about retirement and making sure that their financials are in order for that, etc. But for entrepreneurs, same thing. You're going to get to an age where either you don't want to do it anymore, you don't want to work as hard anymore, or you just not are not able to. And it is really important to plan for that. And this is not a conversation that I hear enough in the entrepreneurial world, which I hear it a lot in the corporate side of things, but not necessarily in terms of people who are building a business um, whether they're using online, uh, you know, online platforms or, or whatnot, but just in this world of, of entrepreneurship, we don't talk about this enough. And I think it's incredibly important that you start planning for it now. All right. That you start taking action for it now. At the end of the day, you're building a business in order for it to support your lifestyle, 
not the other way around. But I see way too many people building a business where they're giving to it all the time, but not thinking about what the business is support is supposed to build for them. All right. So make sure that you're thinking about that, that you're setting that up and you're setting up for the day where you don't have, whether it's the energy or even the, the wanting to work as hard in your business. And so this kind of wraps up everything that I wanted to talk about when it comes to building financial security so that you can fulfill your potential and really achieve the goals that you're working towards in your business. Remember, financial financial security, basically, what is it? It is the, the, the point where you have enough money to build, to meet all of your needs. So financial, uh, financials for food, for your shelter, for healthcare, for other bills, and even, you know, having some fun while saving and investing without having the risk of, you know, bankruptcy, et cetera. That is what it, what it means. That's what financial security is. So for a lot of people, it doesn't necessarily mean, mean millions of dollars. For some of you, it does. But for most of us, it does not mean millions of dollars, but it means being very smart and being proactive and intentional in building the life that we want versus just staying in the weeds of doing and doing and doing without focusing on what it's supposed to give you at the end. All right. So remember how people focus and man focus on and manage and control their personal finances is going to impact how successful they are in their business. Not only because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if the financials are a mess, chances are in the business is going to be a mess as well. Not only because of that, but also because the financial, what stresses most people out and what gets most entrepreneurs out of business, and this is probably around 90% of them, what gets them out of business is cash flow, is the money side of things. And so if you're able to set yourself up personally so that your financials are not a stressor, okay, by doing all the things that I talked about, having a plan, having a routine, uh, a routine and a system for your, for your money, having multiple streams of income, and all of us can develop multiple streams of income this year and building a, an emergency fund and uh, a stash, right? And protecting your assets. If you focus on those things, there's no reasons why, you know, a few months from now, a couple of years from now, you're, you're going to be in a completely different space, which in turn allows you, because this feels like it's under control, to be more creative, to be more assertive, to be more uh, a risk taker and courageous when it comes to build, building your business. It really goes hand in hand. So I encourage you to take a look at that. All right. So this was Kyrie. Again, as I said, this year, you're going to hear a lot of different topics that are dear to my heart. And this is all things that I'm working on. So some of them I have achieved, some of them I have not, but I will definitely be bringing you information about what I'm working on and what I'm working on with clients and what it really takes to build this dream life because we have one life and we're here to live it to the best of our abilities. You're going to hear me bringing a lot of those topics and watch me bringing a lot of those topics to you um, on social and on my different channels. All right. Love you so much. Go and take action on these things and I will talk to you soon. <laughs> there you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. 
Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon. <laughs>